But I think as adoptive parents, we need to acknowledge that they may not love the fact that they were adopted. They are not going to necessarily see it always as complete blessing. That's something that I wish I would have known prior to going into adoption. I still would have made the same choice. I still would have adopted my daughter. But I may have gone in it with more realistic expectations. There are some things that I will say were complete blessings. For one is no matter what relationship my daughter has with her birth mom, her birth mom is still living, her birth father is not, but whatever relationship she has with her birth mom, I will always be her mom. There is a relationship we have that her and her birth mom will never have. That being said, there is also a relationship she will have with her birth mom that I will never have. Hi, welcome to Via Mare. This is a place where we focus on finding strength through love for God, ourselves, and others in order to heal our minds, bodies, and spirits. Whether you are trying to learn how to set boundaries, finding your voice, or just need a safe place where you feel understood, I hope you join us. So grab a cup of coffee, put your earbuds in, and listen to our show. Thank you. to VMRA. This is Angie Schultz, your podcast host. Today I am going to talk about adoption as trauma from the perspective of an adoptive mother. If you've been listening to this long, you probably know that my oldest was adopted. She was five years old when she moved in with us, and then we had the blessing of adopting her on my 29th birthday about 10 months later. We did adopt her through the foster care system, and she did actually live with someone in between when she lived with her biological parents and when she lived with me. So I was her second foster home. Both of us were family. I am actually my daughter's cousin, and just kind of a little tee-hee-hee is that her dad is actually my first cousin. And so when she was growing up, she often would tell people, my mommy and daddy are cousins because she got a good reaction the first time she said it she continued to keep saying it It was very cute and annoying so when I went into adoption with her I had this idea that things were all fine and dandy that adoption was 100% a blessing and I remember when I was scrolling through some blog posts from adoptive kids there were some that would say that they hated being adopted And I honestly believed that I could make it so that way she would not hate being adopted. Now, I cannot speak for her. I can only share with what she has said throughout the years. And there were different times she would have said different things. There are times when she would have said it was a blessing. And there were times when she would have said that it was a curse. And there are times she probably would say it was both. And my guess is right now she would probably say it to both. She is an adult at this time. What I didn't realize when I was going into it is that adoption is bittersweet. There is the good and there is the bad to it. See, the child will always know that they are not biologically yours. Depending on the personality of the child, 
depends on how they will actually respond to the fact that they are adopted. There's other things that are going to play a part, such as what age they were when they were adopted, what understanding they had of the adoption process, what understanding they had of the termination of parents' rights or the death of parents, depending on the circumstances. So there's a lot of factors that will play in how they will perceive the adoption process. But I think as adoptive parents, we need to acknowledge that they may not love the fact that they were adopted. They are not going to necessarily see it always as complete blessing. That's something that I wish I would have known prior to going into adoption. I still would have made the same choice. I still would have adopted my daughter. But I may have gone in it with more realistic expectations. There are some things that I will say were complete blessings. For one is no matter what relationship my daughter has with her birth mom, her birth mom is still living, her birth father is not, but whatever relationship she has with her birth mom, I will always be her mom. There is a relationship we have that her and her birth mom will never have. That being said, there is also a relationship she will have with her birth mom that I will never have. I do stay in contact with her birth mom, and maybe one of these days I'll talk her birth mom into speaking on here, saying it from a birth mom's perspective. Her birth mom did not choose to give her up for adoption. The courts had made that decision for her, and that is how my daughter came into our life. But over the years... I had gotten to know her birth mom, and we ha and I would consider her a friend at this time. Emily has gone back and forth. She has thought she was the greatest thing in the world. She has also thought her birth mom was the worst thing in the world. And now that she is an adult, I would say she probably thinks somewhere in between a more realistic perspective on who her birth mom is. I think the biggest thing that I would want to share with somebody who is going through the adoption process is to know that although you are going to be that child's mother, they also had parents prior to you. And you want to make sure that you honor those people that came before you. Maybe they did make mistakes. Maybe they did something very terrible. But children often identify themselves with the people that they are biologically related to. So anything that you say about their birth family they are going to internalize as part of them, even if they never knew them. So we want to make sure that as we're talking about a child's birth family, that we are always saying it in a positive light. For instance, let's say the child's mother was addicted to drugs. You can just state the fact that your mom struggled with drugs. That does not make her a bad person. She is human, she made mistakes, and she's having trouble getting clean. I think a big part of knowing how to talk about their birth family is just knowing how to look at people and give people the grace that they deserve. We all struggle. Life is hard. And it's no different for the birth parents of the kids we have. They may have experiences you know nothing about. And I think it's very important when we're thinking about our children's birth parents that we think of them with that same grace, that we don't expect them to be 
just like us because they were not just like us. They had very different experiences. There are reasons they went down the paths that they did that made them either lose their children or made them choose to give their child up for adoption. The second thing I would really like for other adoptive moms and dads to know is that it is okay for your child not to like the fact that they are adopted. They did not choose to be adopted. They did not even choose to come into this world. It is okay for them not to like the fact that they are adopted. And just because they don't like the fact that they are adopted doesn't mean that they don't like being part of your family. There is a big difference between not liking something about how they join the family and being part of the family. It is very important also that you allow your child to express their feelings about their adoption and know that it's going to change throughout the different seasons. When they are younger, most likely before their prefrontal cortex is fully developed, they are going to see the good sides of adoption. As their frontal cortex, their prefrontal cortex develops, they're going to start being more rational and being able to see it in a different light. This is going to either allow them to understand the process of adoption better, or it may do the exact opposite, where they end up having way too many questions that you don't have the answer for about their adoption, why they were adopted. They may feel abandoned, even if their parents, their biological parents, lovingly chose you as their adoptive parents. That does not mean that the child is not going to feel abandoned. And if your child feels abandoned, don't instantly say, you were not abandoned, you were so loved. Let them talk, let them express their feelings. And then you can say, well, what I know is that, and then you tell their story. I know that your birth mom really loved you. I know that your birth mom tried to do the best for you. I know that, and continue to tell them affirmations, but don't try to dismiss how they feel. Let them own their feelings. And as they get older, those feelings are going to change. Their thoughts about it are going to change. Just because this week they decided that you're not their real parents doesn't mean that next week they are going to decide that you are the only parent that ever mattered to them. And then hopefully as they mature, they get a more healthy perspective on birth parents and adoptive parents and realizing that them as a whole, they are part of both families and that is okay. I think too often, whether we are adoptive parents or whether we are just birth parents, we want our children to feel happy, to be happy, and we often try to dismiss their feelings, even from an early age. As a child has big feelings and throwing a temper tantrum, it's very common for us to say, calm down. We need to validate that they have these big feelings, but then also help guide them to learn how to handle them and how to process them and to have more healthy thinking.
I said in an earlier episode that we often will go to one extreme or the other. We either do like extreme gentle parenting where we allow our child to have the complete meltdown and then we are there to comfort them afterwards. Or we go to the opposite extreme and we punish them for the behavior that they have. Healthy parenting is going to have aspects of both. It's going to start with letting them know that you are there no matter how big their emotions get, no matter how bad their behavior gets. You are going to be there. And then when they have calmed down and they are in a space where they can actually hear you, because as they are upset, they are not going to hear you. It does not matter if they are two throwing a temper tantrum or if they're 18 throwing a temper tantrum. If they are upset, they are not going to hear you. And once they calm down, then you can start to explain to them, you know what, your behavior was out of line. You know, depending on the age, depends on how you share that. Well, the same goes for adoptive children. You can let them be sad. You can let them be angry. Let them feel those feelings. And then when they're calm, then you can talk to them. You'll often find that they will be more insightful than you realize when they're calm. Maybe some of the feelings that they had when they were upset, they realized they don't actually feel that way. They just were feeling that way in the moment. And that is okay. You are there to guide them, not to tell them, not to dictate how they should feel. And the third thing I would like to tell adoptive parents is don't listen to any other parents about how you should raise your kid. The thing about adoption is that it is very different than any other type of raising of a child. Your experiences are going to be different. Your child's experiences are going to be different. One of the biggest mistakes that I did was I listened to how to parent my child to people who did not have the experiences that I had. I was giving her rules based on what I thought was the right thing because other people who had successful adult children chose that path. I did not look at the child in front of me, and this is probably across the board, but I think especially for adoptive children because sometimes they have traumas and triggers that other children from healthy backgrounds do not have. You also need to make sure that you're extending them grace. You want to allow them the space to feel the feelings they're feeling, act out when they need to act out, and yet still have consequences and love. You need to remember that you are not raising someone else's kid. You're raising your child. And your child has a distinct personality. Your child has a distinct background. And you're going to get a lot of opinions on how to raise your child. There are people who will have had 10 children who will think that they know how to raise children because they were successful with theirs, but not have a clue how to raise a child that may have a trauma background or may even have chemical substances when they were in utero. All of these things are going to affect your child. The rules that you give your child needs to be based on your child, not anyone else's. There are children who are going to be a lot more strong-headed, and you're going to treat them a lot differently than you will the tender-hearted. There are going to be children who are going to be more apt to rebel. 
and there's ones that want, never want to toe the line. You're going to treat them differently according to how they are. The most important thing is to trust your intuition and trust your child. Talk to them. Make sure that there is great communication between you and them. I had one thing to change. The biggest thing that I would have changed about raising my adoptive child is I would have listened to myself more and listened to others less. In fact, I think that may have led me to one of the deepest depressions I ever had is I was hearing from so many people how to raise my child when she started to struggle with mental health issues that were most likely about her adoption. She is doing very well now, but there was a period where it was rough. And I think that's true for most adoptive children. And people had opinions on how I should discipline, how I should have raised her, the errors that I had made in the past. I was told both that I was too strict and too lenient. You're never going to please everyone. But what you can do is you can lovingly guide your child. Discipline might look different for a child that has experienced trauma than a child that has not. For example, some children go into a lot quicker fight or flight when they're upset. It may also be more magnified, the behaviors that they have. What this also means is that it's going to take them longer to come down from that. So a child that does not have a trauma background, they will come down from it a lot quicker. You can take away their phone if that is what, what you need to do for discipline much sooner than you could a child who takes a while to come down. I know that in mine and my husband's case, there were often a week in between what she did and the consequence because we wanted to make sure that she was safe, that there would be no self-harm, no um, spontaneous, impulsive decisions. And I'll never forget the day that after an incident that we told her she would get her phone taken away, that we were driving, I was driving her in the car, and she looks at me and she goes, Mom, and this was about five days after, and we had planned um, that following Saturday that we were going to talk to her and take her phone away for a couple weeks. She goes, I'm going to lose my phone, aren't I? And I said, yes. And she goes, if I give it to you now, can I get it back to, um, can I get it back earlier? And I said, yes. And so we took away her phone, but she knew that we were going to give her a consequence. But we also knew that we had to wait till she was ready to accept that consequence. If we had given her a consequence too soon, she may have turned to self-harm or she may have made an impulsive decision that would have hurt herself. I do know for that particular instance, I got a lot of backlash from people. And that may have been when I stopped listening because I realized that I did what was best for my child by waiting to give her a consequence. People had actually texted me and messaged me saying, you really need to get your daughter in control. You should have taken away her phone. I think it was all of that judgment and hearing other people's opinions 
that really brought me down into my deepest depression because I did not feel like I had a single person who was on my side because everybody had their opinions. But if I had been confident in my own decisions and known that I was doing what was best for my child, I was not raising any of their children. I was raising my child. Then I think it would have been better, but I did not have the confidence. So that, that would be the third thing I would want you to know, is to have confidence in your own decisions and know that you're raising your child, not someone else's. So as you embark on the journey of adoption, Make sure that you're giving yourself grace. Make sure you're giving your child grace. Make sure that you are raising your child, not someone else's. And know that it is okay if your child does not like the fact that they are adopted. That does not mean that they won't love you. Be patient with them. Continue to love them. Because ultimately, all a child really needs to know is that they are loved, they are valued. If you would like to share your own adoption story, whether you are a birth mom, an adoptive mom, an adoptee, I would love for you to come on to my show. Feel free to email me at the email listed on my show notes. You can also leave a voice memo. There's also a link there to leave that as well. So I just want to thank you for joining me today. I hope you guys have a great rest of the week. God bless. Talk to you next week. so much for spending time with me today. If you're looking for more resources, you can find some on my website at healingmindbodyspirit.com. There are some recommended books there with links to purchase. I look forward to hearing from my listeners. You can either leave a voice message through the link in the show notes, leave a comment on my website, healingmindbodyspiritwithangie.com, or email me at viamarehealing at gmail.com, V-I-A-M-A-R-E, healing, H-E-A-L-I-N-G at gmail.com. I'd love to hear your ideas on future podcasts. If you want to be a guest on my show, reach out and we can discuss whether it be a good fit. I hope you guys have a great day.